Blog Talk Radio. The, pod- the podcast is brought to you by hcgbodyforlife.com and colinwatson.tv. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. If you like the information found in these podcasts, please share them on Facebook, Twitter, or your favorite social media site so others can enjoy them as well. Hey guys, it's Colin. We are live and I'm using a new studio here in the back office for the first time. So it's going to either be really successful or a complete nightmare. We'll find out. Um, if you haven't been here before and since I'm using this uh, new studio, I just want to make sure my audio is good. I can hear myself pretty good, but I want to make sure you can hear me. So if you do me a favor, fellows, you are live on the call. Uh, if you press one on your phone, that throws your hand up, uh, tells me that you can hear me. And that way I can proceed and realize that this is actually, the audio is working fine. If I don't see any hands pop up, then I know we have some technical problems. So I see one pop up. So just so we know it's not a coincidence, somebody else push one on your phone. So it throws your hand up so we can see if the audio is working good, please. And that's you, whoever you, any one of you guys, I see one, only one up here. So it doesn't give me a real high level of confidence that you can hear me okay. So, oh, there we go. We got two. So two is pretty good. That tells me something. All right. Thank you so much. Push one again. Put your hand down that way when it's time for the Q&A section. Um, if you want to ask a question, your hand will already be up. All right, guys. This is uh, one of my favorite topics, Ask, ask Me Anything HCG. And it started uh, back in 2010 uh, when I realized that, you know, a lot, a lot of times I can only assume what I think people know or don't know about this protocol. And so I decided that I was just going to ask the question. And, you know, I ended up learning a great deal. I think a lot of what I've learned over the years is because people would ask questions. And if I didn't know the answer, I would tell you I didn't know the answer. And I'd go research the answer. And if there wasn't an answer to be found, if someone else had not found it before me, um, then I would experiment and come up and, and, and determine the answer by basically by trial and error doing the results. And so this show has actually helped me grow, helped me grow and learn a great deal about this protocol and how it works and what works and what doesn't work. And so I continue to have this topic. And uh, my goal eventually with this topic is to have all of the shows from the last four years or so, four or five years, uh, transcribed. So I'll have the largest database of Q&A questions that you guys want to know. Uh, in my book. So that way I can add it. And so, so therefore, every time you, you want to know something, you'll be able to either go want to go to one of these podcasts or go to my book and go in the Q&A section or the Ask Me Anything ACG section, and hopefully you will find the answer. So I'm doing this uh, live from my home, as I, as I always do. And, and just so you know, live means you can have my dogs start to come in and decide they want to play, or my son decides he wants to walk out of his room chatting and laughing, or my wife doing something, decides she suddenly wants to run the, run the vacuum, which happened. I mean, <laughs> and the mic I'm using is a very sensitive mic um, for the purposes of hopefully having really good audio. So those, those of you guys who pushed your hand, put your hand up earlier and pressed one. Um, just so we can confirm that you're hearing my instructions. Could you press one again on your on your phone and put your hand down? That'd be great. Um, it's a 501 area code and a 214 area code. That's great. Um, thank you very much. 
So I invited you guys to email me ahead of time for those of you who couldn't be live on the show, some of your questions. I have a good handful of those. And some of them, if they're really long, I'll, I'll break them up into, into sections because some, sometimes people ask multiple questions. And the thing is, there's no bad question. There's no dumb question. There's no wrong question. Um, every question is valuable, even if I've answered it two or three times before, because it means if you don't know it, there's still people out there that don't know it. And they may catch this replay of this particular podcast and get their answers that they need. So I enjoy, I really appreciate you guys coming live and also emailing me your questions uh, ahead of time. And so I've gone through some of them. I haven't gone through all of them. There, there's, a, there's quite a few of them and they're still coming in late. I did give people a cutoff time at three o'clock um, just so I could make sure I could review them. I just got back from doing a hot yoga class at four, ended at five, and I'm, and I'm just I'm laughing. I'm sitting here laughing because I'm still sweating after taking a shower and everything. I'm just still sitting here sweating. I think it's kind of funny. Thank God it's not a live broadcast or video broadcast. It'd be very interesting to watch me sit here and sweat. But um, we've had kind of a heat wave here in uh, Hermosa Beach, if you call it that. Um, I actually got up into the high 80s and the 90s and very little breeze and it's been interesting for the last weekend so anyway so the show is designed to for you guys to ask questions and, and uh, things you want to know about this protocol and and the goal is is that i will answer them to the best of my knowledge and if i find one that stumps me i'll tell you it stumps me and then i will go research it and uh, if it's really interesting and it's no one else has figured out the answer then i'll actually go and do the experiment myself uh, and that's what we do my wife and my family and my team and they're they're very uh, we're very very uh we like experimenting. It sometimes gets a little frustrating and, and not too much fun, but the finding the answers is really, really cool. So um, let me do some housekeeping stuff, some announcement stuff, so I don't get caught up in the show and forget. We have approximately 90 minutes um, or 80 minutes um, of show time, so I definitely will stagger between your live questions and the questions that were sent in previously so we can kind of have a little bit of both. But um, as you know, if you know or don't know, we did our very first retreat in La Paz, Mexico um, last month. It was phenomenal. Um, it was a small turnout. We had some last people had some last minute cancellations, but you know, it ended up being perfect just the way, just the way it was. The people that showed up were amazing. The bonding was amazing. The, the education was amazing. The, you know, living live and eating live and doing all that kind of stuff that we do on vacation and teaching people that was really, really fun. And, um, so we're doing it again, and we're doing it again in November, the first week of November in um, the Bahamas, and it's going to be even better than the first one. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to pull that off. The first one was pretty amazing, but I say better because uh, the time is a little bit better. I mean, the I didn't really, when I picked the date for the first retreat, I didn't think about landing, landing on Father's Day and college graduations, and it really ended up being not an optimum time for people to leave and so hence people had to cancel or this well they weren't able to show so people have shown a great deal of interest in the november date i'm already getting inquiries people are trying to sign up and the page for signing up was supposed to be up today it's not up so i'm just letting you know that um it's a first serve thing the bahama one is going to be badass um, they're private um condos um two three i think two and three bedroom two three i think maybe four bedroom condos um right there on the ocean it's just phenomenal and we're gonna be doing some really fun stuff so uh fourth through the ninth are the dates so check your calendar and see if that's something you're down for it's going to be pretty amazing and this time around we're going to have dr yvonne oswald i'm actually trying to get dr yvonne oswald um down here live in los angeles before that time that time here in october maybe or september um 
If you don't know who she is, she is an NLP hypnosis expert. She is one of my mentors. She is amazing. Uh, she helped me have some amazing breakthroughs in my business and my personal life. And when it comes to unlocking the demons that cause us to overeat or to cause us to undereat or, or to do whatever we do that's putting us in the position that we are, that we're not living in the body of our lives, her ability to give to get get you to a life-changing breakthrough in a matter of hours versus years and months of therapy is really what excites me. And I'm actually going to go to one of our master training training trainings and become a NLP master expert myself because of the fact I realized how much power it would be and to be able to talk to my clients and be able to help them break through some of the stuff that's been keeping them stuck and repeating the same behavior over and over again and be able to do that in a matter of minutes, sometimes seconds, sometimes hours. But if you have never seen somebody do this, it is phenomenal and it's not trickery, it's just literally brain science. And so I'm trying to get her down here to do a little live workshop. Excuse me, guy, I'm gonna drink water, I'm just thirsty. Yoga, yoga. <clears throat> but uh, anytime she's gonna be there, she's gonna be working, doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with people while, while they're there and, and it's just gonna be crazy. All right, so that's the first announcement. Second announcement is that, um, that um, you know, a lot of these questions you're going to be hearing, um, I read through some have to do with, you know, how to keep the weight off and, you know, how to get, how to, you know, fix, you know, loose skin and all kinds of stuff like that. And a lot of, a lot of that stuff is, is really about hormones. And if, um, you know, if you don't know, if you've been following this for a while, you know, my wife and Jane and I have been, you know, trying to balance our hormones for three three or four years now um, working with different doctors hrt doctors and specialists trying to get it dialed in and it's not very easy it's not a very easy process and i think we've gone through three different doctors um and not that they're all were great but the point is is that we stick with you for a year and if you're able to dial us in and then we think you can dial other people in and if you can't dial it in for some reason then we we figure that we keep we keep looking for someone who just got that touch that magic touch so one of the things that's the new passion for us, you know, you know, I've, you know, I've, got, I've kind of mastered, you know, losing weight and keeping it off pretty much, but I still struggle with that. And a lot of that's hormonal, especially Jamie too. And so we work at it and I don't think it needs to be that hard. And I think it's, and, and, and I really feel it's because getting your hormones dialed in is what makes it easier for you to really live a powerful fit life. And so that's the next move, uh, next area that we're moving into is the um, HRT replace hormone replacement therapy, but bringing that online, just like we brought the ACG to the, to the online world and made it affordable. That's the thing I want to do next is bring hormone replacement therapy nationally. I'm working with um, a phenomenal pharmacist, a nationwide pharmacist, doctors, um, um, HRT specialists, um, clinic um, uh uh, clinic administrators to be able to put together a huge comprehensive online um, hormone replacement therapy system that you'll be able to access and make it affordable and get you guys dialed in. Um, but first, we have to do that first. So we're, so we're working on that right now, and uh, hopefully that'll be done, or we'll, we'll have more feedback for you in the next couple months. So those are two huge, exciting things I wanted to get out of the way. All right, so let's get to the Q&A questions. And I'm going to give you the person's name that brought it in. I'll read a couple of questions here. I'm not come to a live caller and I let you ask your question. Um, and I'm just going to ask the you know, live pick live callers as the and the order which you were ranked on the call in schedule here. So um, if you've been waiting a while, don't be mad. It's just you, you end up being you're ranked first or last. It's just the way it is on the screen. Anyway, so the first question we got is from Missy and it says uh, my question is that we made up 
our injections with the ACG and B12 ahead of time. So for example, we, we have probably 15 days already in syringes. Does that affect the potency of the ACG, 8CG? No, if you're putting your ACG in your syringe with your B12 and you put it in the refrigerator and you have them set you know, for everyday injections for seven to 15 days in advance, not a problem. Actually, it's not uncommon for many medical clinics to send you home with pre-filled syringes and have you come back every week or you know week or two to, to pick up a new set versus giving you the bottle for you to mix yourself. So either way is fine. Um, obviously, you don't want them. You want to use them as quickly as possible. If they say they're long-term, the ACG once mixed, it does start to lose its potency after 30, 40, 50 days, depending on the potency you bought. So. Being, being already pre, pre-drawn is actually convenient, and it's actually, you know, you kind of know exactly what your dose is. You just take it out, you inject yourself, and you toss it in the trash. So that's, you know, that's not uh, uncommon to do. So that's a uh, good thing. It's not a good thing, bad thing. It's just it works either way. So um, very cool question. Let me go to um, question number two. And I apologize. I'm going to be just drinking a gallon of water here because I'm parched. Um, Let's see, it's not this spread my screen. Some of these are really lengthy. So I try to scan through them just to get you the meat and potatoes. <clears throat> this one is from Penny. And um, one of the questions she had, she asked, the first question is that we used to have on our site, um, what we call Plus Kiss, it just had the supplies and the ACG in there without the books. And we did that for obvious reasons because people were coming back and refilling. And we, but we found that um, the cost factor of the kits and the fact that they really weren't selling that that well, sometimes they would, sometimes they wouldn't, that we discontinued them and just made everything a la carte. Either you got a complete kit or you could buy your ACG and supplies separately. They kind of came out to be the same amount that the plus kits. But sometimes people didn't need everything to be put in you know, the plus kits. We were putting B, you know, B12 and sometimes they didn't want that. So we decided to just go a la carte. So Penny, to answer your question, we no longer have the plus kits. If you already have the books, just Put your, you can put everything you need together a la carte and it should it should price out the same. The second question she had was, um, would like to start another round, she lost 45, 40 pounds the last time, um, but she needs some time, she needs her time for, some, for her body to catch up because she has too much loose skin, there's a loose skin question, due to rapid weight loss. Any suggestions to help with that the next round? Uh, it seems to be something that's never discussed. Um, your response would be appreciated. All right, Penny. I'll tell you my first answer is is exercise. Um, you got to fill the void between the fat that's being you know re- removed from underneath the dermis, and you got to fill that space. If you look at if you think about your skin, if you kind of close your eyes, think about your say you're talking about your abs, and then you have your layers of fat, and then you have your layers of skin. As that fat diminishes, there's space there, and so the best way to close the gap is to build lean muscle. Think about the biceps, triceps, quads. As you build more muscle, it closes that gap and it actually tightens the skin. Some of the skin problems are genetics. Some of it's skin damaged. If you were like my wife, who spent freaking her entire you know adolescent and adult life in the sun, sun tanning, her skin has gotten thinner and thinner as she's gotten older. Um, so you know. She doesn't have high skin issues, but the point is that she has damaged skin, which means it stretches, it stretches more than than um, a younger, healthier skin would. So, some of it is just you know your genetics, and some of it will will actually tighten up in time. But a lot of times, people realize is that the loose skin that you have is also loss of loss of muscle, and that is one of the things that we've really been adamant about when it comes to making sure you get the right protein. We did not repeat. You know, we created we created a different protocol, and we created protein portions. Each each protein had its own weight and its own calorie intake for a reason. 
And a lot of times people get our book and I, I find it, I, I tell you, it happens a lot where people just flip through it and they think, oh, it's just kind of the same thing. I know, I know what it says and, and they don't bother to even look at the, um, the macronutrients and the portion the portions that we recommend. So if you're, if you're seeing a great deal of sagging skin, even though HCG does not know how, know how to go after lean muscle tissue, if you don't give your body enough protein, enough nutrients, it has no choice but to lose muscle. Um, so that's why we implemented the, the high intensity interval training workouts, just to give the the muscles an, enough for tear down, break down for them to, to build, but not tear the down, tear the down completely. And also to give you the right macronutrients and also to make sure you take the right vitamins and minerals. There's some products on the market that people are saying that have helped skin like MSN to help tighten the skin. A lot of what I talked about as far as hormone replacement therapy, there's some really good promising, um, new peptides that are becoming popular on the market. We're actually on it right now as, a, as, our, as our live test. I mean, it takes about three to six months to really see the benefits, um, which is called semirelin and impamorelin, which are uh, peptides, um, uh, they're growth, growth hormone release um, agents that actually help your body increase, release more of uh, your own natural growth hormone that actually will tighten the skin. I mean, one of the major um, attributes to being on human growth hormone, for example, is the upside is that you get more collagen in the skin. The skin actually gets thicker. It looks younger. And that's why they call it the fountain of youth. You get more lean muscle tissue. You lose more body fat. It, but uh, you know, real uh, human growth hormone has a downside, which means that your body actually can produce too much growth hormone. You can get cramps. You can get um, arthritis and swelling in the, in the muscles. You can shut down your own body's production of growth hormone, which means that you'll be deficient and then you'll always need to replace your, your growth hormone. With the semirelin and ipramorelin, uh, this actually increases your own natural um, growth hormone levels. So it actually gets you to the same levels as you would be taking human growth hormone, except it doesn't shut down your own production. It actually helps increase your own natural production and continues to work even when you're when you stop using the peptide which with real growth hormone, once you stop, it just drop, your levels drop. So these are some of the things that we're gonna be telling people about and sharing with you that you can implement or you can implement and try once you're done with your protocol um, to help your body actually have your skin actually get rejuvenated and younger. So that's some of the things you can do too. So there's so many things you can do, but exercise, hydration, and um, making sure you get getting the, the right macronutrients, that means the right protein during the protocol is going to help prevent some of that muscle loss and some of that uh, saggy skin. Okay, so that's two there. Let me go to live call here. Excuse me. I know somebody told me they, they drove them crazy hearing me drink water on, on air, but I got, I'm sorry. I've got to do what I got to do. It's just a part of my lifestyle. All right, uh, 501-733. Uh, that's your prefix and first it is your telephone number. Your hand's up, and you're going to be live on the air with your question. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and please only have one or two questions, if you will. All right, so let me bring you live here. You're on the air, 501-733. Yes, uh, it's Missy again. Uh, this is day four of our uh, protocol. And okay. my fiance actually plays softball, and he playing this weekend in a world uh, tournament. Mm -hmm. He is worried about he's not going to have enough energy um, because he does eat a lot before games. So mm -hmm. is there anything that he could do to increase that energy? Well, yes, yes. Number one, the, the concern he has, and let me ask you this, is he not, does he have energy now? Is he lacking he energy today? Not, 
He has not felt well the last two days. <laughs> and we've he has not felt well last year. Okay, fourth day is not too bad. Okay. Um, fourth day is a little early, depending on how well you load it. But ultimately, normally within the first first week of being on the protocol, um, especially men, they, they start to feel pretty good. I mean, if you were eating the right portions, um, and make sure you're following page 50 of my book, not the, not the example I gave you in three or four pages earlier, which is the old um, Simeon's portions, make sure you get the right portion. But if you get the right protein, you get the right water, and you're eating your food throughout the right meal timings, your energy levels should be fine because you're getting most, you're getting three, four, 5,000 calories from your own stored fat. So your body doesn't know that you're actually on a 550 calorie diet. So your energy levels should not wane dramatically through exercise. I mean, I used to run sometimes twice a day, three, four miles and lift. And I felt like I was bouncing off the walls. And that happened about around week two um, and beyond. Um, the first week was, was a little rough, you know, just kind of getting used to getting off the sugar and starches. So, um, when I hear somebody say they're not feeling real well in the first four days, it, it at first it tells me, it gives me concern how well you loaded because you, your glycogen stores are already been depleted, um, but also to make sure that your dosing is right and your protein levels are right. So um, would you, how confident are you that you guys are eating the exact portions on the, are you following my protein chart that's in, in my book on page 50? Yeah. Now, see, I feel better than him, but now he's six six and three forty seven, so he's a right. Boy. She means he's got he's he's getting three times the amount of calories from his own store fat than you are. He's getting seven eight thousand calories from his own store fat. So, chemically, it doesn't matter if you're six six or five two. Your body's going to disperse okay. the right amount of calories you need in order to sustain the energy levels that you need. Right now, overexerting yourself you may feel some fatigue and, and some extra hunger issues, but is he doing anything now that's overexerting himself? Like is his exercise regimen brutal right now? No, no. No, mm -hmm. right? So when I ask you like, for example, and I don't want to get too long at this because this would be like a coaching call, but I'm just gonna ask you one quick question for, for like today, for lunch, what did you eat? What did he eat? Did he, did you guys eat the same thing? No, we did not. <laughs> what did he, he had, eat? Uh, he had grilled chicken and broccoli, okay. tomatoes, okay. Okay. and uh, strawberries. All right, quick question. How many ounces of chicken did he have? He actually had about five. He had five ounces. Perfect. Okay. So now, how much weight did he gain during loading? I'm sorry, say that one more time. How much weight did he gain when he loaded for phase one? Did he, did he know? Did he weigh himself before he started loading and, and weigh himself after? Yes. He said he did not gain. Okay. That tells me something right there. If you if you eat for two days and you eat everything under the sun for two days, every high caloric thing you can imagine, and your body is storing, and the HG is flushing, it's uh, forcing your body to store fat, you should gain, a man of his size should have gained anywhere from 10 to 15 pounds. I'd wow. gained 10 or 12 pounds in two days of loading at, at 210 pounds, right? He's 300 and something, right? So the fact he didn't gain any weight tells me that his loading was completely ineffective. So what's happening right now is the ACG is trying to, trying to find his fat stores because he did not load effectively. And that's why that, 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 that uh, phase is so important. So it's going to take him a few days. It could take him up to seven to 10 days for his body to actually locate his fat stores. Um, okay. so what he's going to have to do to sustain his energy levels, he's going to have to probably have an extra protein meal, um, basically have, you know, a full pro, what time is the tournament start? I'm, I'm sorry. What time is the tournament, what time is the tournament, tournament start? 
Uh, it will start like at nine o'clock in the morning, and and it'll end when? Okay. About five thirty the next morning. Okay, the next morning. All right. So he's gonna. Yeah. I would tell him to increase his protein, um, basically by having full whole egg and five egg whites for early morning snack breakfast. Not breakfast, but maybe ten thirty. Then have his lunch. Then have his dinner. Um, and he should feel better than he's feeling right now. But ultimately, the reason why he's waning right now is because he, he, his loading was horrible. If he gained no weight okay. at 300 some pounds, he just messed up big time. And in some cases, at four days into it, I, I would tell him to start over, to be honest with you. <laughs> because yeah, um, it's just going to be it's going to be tough. Wait, I would probably recommend I would recommend that he load to he was he start loading again for two more days and make sure weigh himself and make sure that he gains at least 10 pounds. Okay. All right. Thank so he may want to use the tournament now. He may want to use the tournament now just to have at it, just to have at it, carb up, eat whatever he wants, load. Okay. Um, but he must gain weight because to not gaining weight is, is his problem. Okay. okay. Thank you very Great much. question. Right. Thank you. All right. Um, let me turn you off. Next caller live, uh, 808. I think that's, is that Hawaii? 808, uh, 371. You're on the air. 808-371. Hello. If your phone number starts with area code 808 and the prefix is 371, you're on the air. Okay, we'll come back to you. All right, turn off mic. All right, so let's go to the next question. Let's see. Yeah, let's go to Michelle's question. I, I always like these, these questions. Um, uh, what, what can I take HCG shots the same? What if I can't take HCG shots the same time every day? It doesn't say why, but it's it's favorable. But if I can't, and how come it takes two weeks to get your order? Please reply to me by email, which I will too. I'll do that. Well, I, yeah, when I saw how long it would take, I decided that I needed to go to the doctor to get it. Yes, to go to the doctor yesterday to get HCG because I'm traveling and I need to get started now. You know, what? it's a really good question. You know, the way we do things is not for everybody, but our plan was designed, we get our ACG from an overseas pharmacy and it allows you to get real pharmaceutical HCG, which I've been using the same pharmacy for five years, which is FDA inspected every year. But I, I did that because of the fact that I knew how much it cost because I was one of those guys to pay $1,500 here in Los Angeles to do this protocol for the very first time. And my goal was to make it affordable. One of the downsides of that is that it takes time to ship the packages from, from overseas here. And it really doesn't take 10 to 14 business days, but sometimes it actually only takes about four or five days for it to hit, to hit the states in most cases. Um, but the, the um, U.S. Customs holds on to the package. They can hold on to it one day, four days, five days. So we put on our site to minimize frustration that it could take up to um, seven to 10 or 10, I think seven to 10 business days to get to you because of the fact we rather overpromise, underpromise and overdeliver. Um, it does tell it does, it does send people away from our site. But the point is I'd rather not sell a product and, and promise something I can't deliver right as, as quickly as quickly as I promise and have frustrated people versus tell the truth. So one of the, that's one of the downsides, but you know what, originally, and there's still some sites you get it from now, it still takes 21 days for it to, to arrive. I mean, we actually are considered fast in the industry when it comes to getting real ACG from overseas. Um, there will come a time where we'll be, we'll be doing it within the, the US and, and doing a whole, we'll have both options, US um, ACG for faster delivery and overseas, and the price points will change. I'm telling you, for convenience, there's, there's a cost. 
And um, that's why clinics are charging nine. I mean, I work with doctors. I know what they charge: nine fifty, you know, fourteen fifty, seven fifty, six fifty. I think is the lowest, um, and that's just for a forty-day round of no support. Just here's your stuff. Good night. Have a good time. Find a book. Follow, or they send them to me. Send it. Hey, go see. Go see this this coach on online. He seems to know what he's talking about. That's what you get. Now with us, you're getting a price point that's ridiculous. Yes, it takes maybe seven to ten, sometimes fourteen days to get to you, depending on um, customs, and that's a rare case. But you're getting live support. You're getting, you know, coaching. You're getting a, a support portal that that tells you every day what to do. You're getting a live, private um, Facebook group where you can get supported from other people that are on the same exact journey you're on. And you're getting the number one advanced protocol and the number one guy in the world that knows everything he should, that everything to know about this protocol, damn near to anybody else. So for the price, it's actually ridiculous. For the time it takes to get you, it's it's still if you early if you if you, if you actually plan your you're ordering in accordance to what you were trying to accomplish. Really, we're not slow, and you're not going to like this answer very much, Michelle. But your timing was wrong. If you knew you needed to leave town and you were thinking about losing weight, and yes, it says on our website on the front page it takes 10 to 14 days, it may have not been the best place for you to order from, right? So, like I said, we don't work for everybody. We try to accommodate everybody. I'm sorry that we couldn't get it to you faster. Um, or the faster time for you to for you to leave it, and I hope everything works out with the doctor. And, you know, I, and I'm still the kind of guy who says, you know, you don't have to buy your HCG from me for me to call, to call for you to call me and ask me questions for me to help you. You know, that's, I I do it all day, all day long. <laughs> you know, I help people that aren't necessarily customers. So uh, either way, I'm here for you. So if you need some help, pick up the phone and give me a call. But uh, I I totally respect your question and thank you for answering asking it. And I wanted to answer it because you know other people want to know that. Hey, why does it take so freaking long? But you know what? In the scheme of things, it's not long for where it's coming from and, and what we give you, but it may not work for you if you need it tomorrow. And we're actually working on that ability to be able to do that for you as well, hopefully here in the next few months. All right. Great question. Um, 818. If you have you guys, you guys are live callers. If you have a question, you press one on your phone and put your hand up and I can answer it. Otherwise, I'll just keep going through these uh, these questions that were sent to me earlier. Um, so if you have a question, just I'm um, keeping my eye on the calls and just push your one on your phone and put your hand up. All right, there's one question. How do I get rid of saggy skin? Hey, see, this is a this is a thing. Saggy skin around the neck. Um, this is a very interesting question comment, I guess. Um, I read a lot about it, and apparently, if you if the skin is not as thin as, as the skin on the back of your hand, then that says you still have fat to get rid of. In other words, if you take the skin and you pinch it between your fingers and it's not as thin as the, that means you still have some fat, which is true. Um, fat left to get rid of. Um, so it's not necessarily saggy skin. So how do you lose it? Um, that last fat and your skin will look, and your, so, your, so your skin will look normal. Sorry for that. Just trying to read the small print. Um, can you comment on this? This is a great question because the skin thing really seems to be the problem, a, a nagging problem for people uh, who especially have a lot of weight to lose. And sometimes, guys, it's a surgical thing, right? If you're really, really coming from a from a very big place, that's the that's the last thing you got to do, right? I mean, you, now you look amazing, but you got some skin that needs to be tucked and pushed someplace. There's only so much you can do. The body can only absorb so much of that. Now, also, if you're younger, you have more elasticity in your skin. A lot of that skin will come back. I'm telling you that phase three and phase four is really when the body does its final morphing into what it's going to really look like. You know, if you get a nose job or a boob job or any kind of cosmetic surgery, when you come out of surgery and after the actual initial swelling comes down, you look 
you look better, right? You, know, you, got, you got a great looking nose, but the nose doesn't really take its full and final shape depending on your ethnicity. Um, it could take a year to a year and a half. I mean, the boobs don't finally settle in and look amazing. And again, sometimes they're square. Trust me, my, my wife's had three boob jobs, I know, right? They're square and they, you know, they kind of look awkward like babies do when they come out of the womb. They're just kind of all tweaked and then they finally shape up and they look really nice, right? So um, the body, this, the body on ACG is very much the same way. When you're losing fat and you're doing phase two, and the body's just made this dramatic adjustment of, of you know losing the fat and preserving the muscle and the skin has to kind of you know readjust be patient and, and, and wait until you move into phase three and take the gloves off and step up your game in the gym and, and i'll tell you guys right now i'm i'm, I'm never going to tell you that you're, you're you're some people have genetics where they cannot exercise and just look amazing but if you're coming from a world of obesity um whatever got you to the body of your life, you're going to have to continue to do that beyond that point. So, you know, a lot of people kind of, they work out and they exercise and they drink the right amount of water and they eat right until they look great in the mirror and then they stop. They go, okay, that worked. And then they go back to doing some other shit and they stop working out. This is a lifestyle change and the skin will adjust. It's going to do what it's going to do and everyone's going to be different, right? Uh, I do agree with you that if you can if you get me, I, I don't know if it's to be as thin as the skin on your on the back of your hand because some people depending on your ethnicity, that's not, you know, that's really not realistic. But the point is, is that ACG is going to take away all the abnormal fat it can as long as you stay in the game long enough for it to do that. Most people, I say 90 to 95% of the people never stay on the protocol until their fat reserves are, are exhausted. Most people, they look in the mirror, they look so much different, look much better, they're getting complimented, they go, I look good, I fit in my clothes, great. And they still probably have 10 to 15 pounds of fat left on them, but they look so much better than they did, they kind of leave it there. Um, I have theories about that, but I gotta tell you that I've told people, and I tell you in my book, and I tell you, I tell you, realistically, if you want to achieve long-term success, there's a place that you there's a place that you go to when you're you're satisfied, and there's a place you go to where you're blown away. And once you're blown away, the the, the image of what you're supposed to look like, and I'm talking in all your glory. I mean, just the fun, the body you're supposed to be living in, the perfect body weight, the perfect body fat percentage, perfect muscle composition. Once you see yourself in that light, it it will haunt you for the rest of your life. In other words, the point is that you will not you will not easily want to give that up. You will fight for it, right? You will fight for you. Um, and most people don't get there. They get to they get to good and they're happy. And, and that's nothing wrong with that. But great is where greatness happens. When you allow yourself, you allow your body to actually exhaust all of its abnormal body fat. And that's that difference we're talking about with pinching the skin, right? That difference, that difference is the difference between the nose job being a year old versus being a few weeks or a few months old. So to answer your question, some of you are going to be lucky and have, and your skin's going to pop back. And you've seen, you know, women that have had babies and they look like a million bucks and they've been stretched out and they come back like nothing. People who have been heavy and they lose, they lose the weight and they you kind of go, how the hell did their skin go back? Some of it's genetics, some of it's youth, some of it's skin, how the quality of your skin, which I mentioned earlier. Some of it's those who put their work in and actually work out and build that lean muscle and close that gap and some do surgery so where you end up is going to be on you but you'll know that at the end of you'll start to see yourself the complete self at the end of phase three and if you use your phase four of life is more like phase three that you know you're still eating healthy fats and 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 lean proteins and, and vegetables and you know not eating crap your body will morph into what it's going to be and then you decide if you need to you know trim and tuck anything at that point but before, anything before that doing anything before that 
is premature and it's not giving your body, giving yourself the opportunity to really see what you're gonna look like. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, that was Bernice. Bernice's question. Um, good question, Bernice, thank you. Let me uh, do one more and then I'll take the call. They're just put, put their hand up here. So let me go back to the list because I do have a few. Did I do Penny? Hmm. Yeah, I think I did Penny. Uh, yeah, I did Penny. It's uh, okay, next one. Will. Will had some interesting questions. Um, Colin, hi. I've scanned some of your materials and noticed a few things different from the original HG protocol and Kevin Trudeau's uh, protocol. I see you mentioned coconut oil. So coconut oil is okay in phase. Is coconut oil okay in phase two, question mark? And, and if so, what about avocado oil or olive oil? And I'm wondering about your recommendations for vegetables, corn, peas, and, and carrots are off the table. I know for phase two, um, do you have different, do you have a different opinion on this or the same vegetables fruit recommendations as the original protocol of Kevin Trudeau? Um, those are my two main questions. Great. Um, good question, Kevin. And um, yes, you would notice that we we did add coconut oil. I mean, that is a good healthy fat, and, and there's a there's a reason for that because the body I, we found the body does perform better having some fat in the diet, especially health a healthy source of fat in the diet. Um, it helps the site and it helps you stay satiated. It helps the body mobilize more fat. Um, there was so many great things that coconut oil did. It not only increased the flavor of the food, the moist the moistness of the food. You could prepare different dishes. Um, having that that latitude, but you know something else beyond that is, and actually the body actually functions really well with the coconut oil. There was some other reason. You know, I don't know if Dr. Simeon's was this brilliant, or if it was just I, I don't know because there's so much stuff that I've learned along the way about about the body and about the reason why certain foods don't work best on certain diet regimens or with certain people. And and certain and and that's why so many things were eliminated. And and, and my curiosity was why why is that eliminated? So I, why doesn't it work? I don't it doesn't make any sense. So I try it, and then I would see if it worked or not. So we did add some vegetables to the list. We could add cauliflower and um, I think uh, green beans and and um, uh, cabbage and, and I think we added. I want to say we added probably maybe seven or eight other vegetables that were, um, you know, low in sugar had had you know. A high vitamin level had very low um, um, glycemic levels, very low carb levels, um, and 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 to to make the menu um, more vast, but also give you more options and better results, right? I don't know all the lists I added, but the corn and the peas and the carrots and the starchy the starchy um, uh, carbs and vegetables. There's a reason for them because there's so much sugar in there, and this this is the body that this is the protocol to basically balance the hormones in the body, balance the the um, the the uh, glands and the organs and so spiking insulin um with vegetables um with high sugar vegetables causes more fat causes the body to create more fat so if you're trying to cut fat there's a reason for cutting certain vegetables but this was really what was really interesting what i discovered um was that the majority of people would you agree that the majority of people that are obese probably have some sort of hypothyroid condition i can't tell you how many people i talked to i would say eight out of ten are either on some sort of thyroid medicine, I've been told they have a thyroid problem, and that is just makes sense. The lower thyroid function, lower metabolism, you can gain weight faster by eating less calories because your body doesn't burn the amount of calories that it needs to, so your BMR um, levels are lower than, than expected, than they should be, and so the body 
tends to gain weight more rapidly than a person who has a normal functioning thyroid or even hyperthyroid, right? Um, now, some of it is dietary ha habits. Come on, some of us eat like shit, and and it makes sense that we are obese. I mean, it just that that's the case, right? But ultimately, what I discovered that there were certain I told you here live dogs playing and running around. Hold on a second. Let the dog. All right, so just so you know that you may hear some dogs biting and playing. That's why I apologize for that. Anyway, so interesting enough, there's certain foods that actually actually um, hinder thyroid function. Certain avocado oil, olive oil, um, actually nuts, actually fatty fish, um, things that are healthy and good for you if you have a normal thyroid um, could be actually detrimental or completely um strain or, or strain the, uh, a thyroid that is not healthy or that was considered hypothyroid. So I don't know Dr. Simmons was that brilliant that he took out tuna and fatty fish, salmon and, and, and all the fatty fish pretty much out of the diet that he said no oils at all. Was it because he knew this? I mean, a lot of his research is new. It's not even, I don't think it's 50, 60, 60, 70 years old. I don't know, but I mean, it just seems amazing when I look at this protocol and I dissect it and I'm constantly dissecting it, constantly, you know, tweaking and experimenting to see why, 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 right? I discovered that the guy was brilliant. And so I'm not gonna mess with something that's perfect unless I feel a reason for messing with it to make it better. We changed the proteins because the proteins were just not enough given in today's society. If you live out of the, out of the US and you live in a place where primarily all your meats um, and poultry are going to be naturally organic or they're grown on a farm that's, that, you're, that, you're, that you have access to, and that it's not GMO'd and messed up like we are here in the Western world, you know, you could probably get away with three and a half ounces of protein across the board. But just my brain went, how does three and a half ounces of steak equal to three and a half ounces of fish and three and a half ounces of crab? It didn't make any sense, right? And then the fact that we screw our food up and it's got salt water and hormones and all kinds of crap in it, is a three and a half ounce breast of chicken really three and a half ounces or is it weighing heavy because it's really got salt water in it? So you're really not getting enough protein. And that's why so many people were stalling and not having great results. The very first time they could get away with it because the body was so freaking shocked into this new way of eating and detoxing and having this hormone that's in there just you know changing your testosterone levels and mobilizing fat that you could you could get by the first time. But do you realize that 90% of my customers that aren't new customers are people that have done this protocol before and can't figure out why it's not working and they're doing exactly what they did the first time and it's not working? Do you realize that my protocol changed the lives of thousands of people because I just said, wait a minute, something didn't work right and I tweaked it a little bit. So just so you know, Kevin, we did. I didn't change the integrity of the protocol um, because the guy was brilliant. He was a lot more brilliant than I was. But you know what? I don't know if he, he didn't experiment. He wasn't a guinea pig like I was, right? So the things that I discovered personally and with and, and using my my clients um, to practice on something that they, they, they volunteered to to uh, to be you know what do you call them guinea pigs, and not not to my wife and my family. We discovered that certain things you, you could do and it would enhance the protocol, and certain things would actually hinder it. So hence, all the other oils are off the table except for uh, MCT oil that we use. Um, for salads or for our morning coffee. And that's another good source of um, um, fat, right? And um, the vegetables we added were for reasons of more vitamins, more minerals, more variety that didn't hinder, that seemed to help. But everything else we left pretty much the same. So answer your question, yes, we have more vegetables. Yes, we changed the proteins. 
no, we didn't, we're not, we didn't, there's a reason why the corn, peas, and carrots are off the table, and there's a reason why the oils are off the table. And there's a lot more, guys, there's a lot more. I'm actually going to be putting um, in the new book, and I'll probably put a little newsletter out of my blog post, the, you know, some of the foods that, that, that they're on the protocol and not, but actually most of them are not, but most of them are off the protocol, things you would eat normally every day. If you know your hypothyroid um, and you're treating it, you're going to want to avoid these foods. And there are some of the foods that they, they would be just natural. I'm talking about good, healthy walnuts and almonds and, and seeds and all the stuff you know that you hear is healthy for you, but it, it may it's healthy for somebody who has a healthy thyroid or a, a highly functioning thyroid. But if you have a diminished thyroid, it's not it's not going to help you. It's actually going to hinder you. So I'm going to put that out. Um, because that was just huge information. And I'm always researching, guys. I'm, I'm always finding stuff because I want to know the answers to certain things. And, and usually it's always, it's usually first you, you people find the answers to things to kind of solve their own problem. And as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that getting our hormones dialed in is my wife and I, Jane and I's first priority, because we know that that, as we're getting better at it, it's made it easier and easier for us to live a lifestyle that has balance. Because if you have a, a, a hypothyroid problem, you literally could go off your diet. You can go off eating really clean for three, four days and gain four, five, six pounds. That doesn't just come right back off. I mean, it's very frustrating. And if, you, and if you're not someone who's really diligent, that is why some people can just go off. They can, they can um, tear, you know, tear off or off course just for a few weeks. And all of a sudden, they can't realize why they've gained 10, 15 pounds. It doesn't make any sense, right? That's what happens when your body's not in not functioning at, at peak performance. And so you can have the best protocol on the planet that helps you lose body fat, but it's gonna be challenging to keep that body fat off unless you can balance the hormones and get the body functioning and all the organs functioning at their proper rate of speed and function. So that's what hormone balancing does. So we're still working on that. It's still, it's still a challenge trying to get it dialed in. We keep tweaking and trying different things and changing doses and changing different you know, medications or, or bioidentical uh, hormones to, to get that sweet spot. Women are a lot more challenging to, to dial in than men. I'm a lot closer to getting it than, than Janie is, and, and it's still frustrating. So just so you know, guys, um, there's a method to the madness. Everything we bring to you is because it's either solving a problem that we had personally or solving the problem some of many people that have a very similar problem. So this is one of them. Great question. I know it was a long-winded answer, but I thought it was a hugely important thing for people to hear. All right, so caller 248-670, you are live. Hi, Colin. Um, Hi. I wanted, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you, um, if somebody has yeast, um, over, like growth, what is the best candid yeast cleanse for them to do before the protocol? And what kind of diet should they follow while on that? Candida? Yeah, candida. Yeah. Like where, what should they get yeah. and where should they get it? Like which one? Okay, brand-wise, I don't know if I can tell you what brand because you know, it all depends. But I got to tell you that the can I, I lived with candida for a decade bad for a decade. It would break out and it would go away. It would break out and go away. And I didn't know what the hell it was. I would literally have rashes. When, it, when, it's, when you start to have rashes on your skin, that tells you how bad the candida is inside your body because now it can't even be contained anymore. And I see bad rashes on my back and on my chest and on my, you know, everywhere. And um, funny thing is that the candida, the first time I actually saw relief from the candida, was the very first after the very first time I did the the basic diet protocol, and okay. but 
Okay, I mean, and but with a caveat here, and that was the first time I saw relief from it, but it didn't go away. And it actually would it would go dormant for like five, six months, and then it would come back. And it would then I would you know probably do another experiment. It would go dormant again, five, six months. The only way I got rid of it, the only way I got rid of it was candida is probably the most difficult thing. Or I would say the candida diet. Trying to get, trying to eat to get rid of candida is probably the most difficult thing you'll ever do because it lives off anything that is sugar can turn to sugar comes from sugar that means alcohol is gone fruit of all kind is gone any kind of carb that turns to sugar rice pasta white flour bread gone you literally have to eat a protein and vegetable high protein low carb diet just fruits i mean basically just protein and vegetables is probably the most boring um diet plan you'll ever eat but there, it's really the only way to kill it off and it gets worse before it gets better because it's one of those things that as it starts to die it just freaking bursts in like this blast blast of glory and if you're somebody who gets rashes luckily i have dark skin so it, i mean it looked red on my skin just, just just could imagine if i was actually white or light skinned it would, I would look like i had rosacea all over my body but it finally did kill it off and it was it was a bitch, excuse my expression. So, but I got to tell you that the first sign of re realizing that diet was something that had something to do with it or that could actually kill it off, um, I don't really think candida cleanse work. I mean, they help, I think they help, okay. but ultimately a candida cleanse without the complete change of your diet, um, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult for it to go away permanently. It'll, it'll go away for sometimes weeks, months, and it could lay dormant for a year. But as soon as you're consuming that sugar or alcohol, whatever it is, it's going to come back. It's tough. It's really tough. But I got to tell you that the, the first sign of relief was being on HCG. Uh, I would say the protocol and eliminating all fruit is probably the closest thing you're going to get to a candida diet anyway. Um, just eliminating the fruit from the protocol. Um, and you you probably find yourself. I don't know if the HCG itself is doing something in the system or, or, or if it was just the diet. I don't know the answer to that question. But I, you know, I, I believe HED does some, does some kind of amazing, does all kinds of amazing things. So I would, I would, pro I would probably do the protocol if you're going, if you're going to be doing it anyway, and remove the fruit and see if you see a change in it. Um, there are some really strong. Um, I mean, I used to be on Diflucan, which is a uh, antibacterial or anti, you know, bacterial uh, medication, really hard on the liver. Um, so you, you, know, you have to be careful if you have any kind of liver problems because it can cause some liver toxicity and, and damage the liver. But it's short, short term, you know, um, round usually doesn't cause any kind of problems. But if you have to keep you, I had to keep using it, you know, for months in and out, you know, it'd come back and I have to keep using it again. And it just was not good on the body. So ultimately, diet was the one thing that finally killed it off. But it was really, really hard. Really, really tough. Okay, so um, you don't have to eat, because I noticed on some of the charts you say eat like 6.7 ounces of asparagus. You don't have to eat that exact mm -hmm. amount. You can eat whatever amount you want. Because yeah, I thought you had to ha eat like a yeah. certain... No, you don't. I, you know, we put the vegetable portions there, just giving you what the caloric intake was, but it's not designed to tell you to eat six ounces. The only thing that I ever tell people that they must adhere to you is the amount of ounces of protein that we tell you per meal. As far as vegetables are concerned, you know, everyone's going to find their own thing. Some people, it's two handfuls. Some people's one handful. Some people's three handfuls. You're going to find whatever whatever makes you look like you're getting enough food and you're feeling satiated. As far as vegetable concerned, you can pretty much get away with a bountiful of vegetables. So you don't have to measure vegetables. You know, yeah, yeah. Is this Holly? You don't have to work. You know better than that. Yeah. You don't have to measure vegetables. It's just protein, man. It's just protein. And then the you thing. don't have. 
You can, it's not, it's right. enough calories if you just do the vegetables and don't eat the fruit. Well, obviously, I mean the cal the fruit the fruit does add up calories, but the the point for you if 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 candida if it's something you're trying to get rid of, every bit of sugar you every bit of fruit you put in your body it's going to suck it down like it's it's gonna it's gonna feed off it right so. If you're trying to kill it off, that's the only way for you to do it. You have to stop the fruit. So the fruit, the fruit in the protocol is actually to help with fiber. So you can take an external fiber source, right? It's also the fructose helps the brain function, right? It helps the brain because the body, you know, goes from ketosis, and when you're switching over to into ketosis, you know, it, it, you get a little foggy. So the sugar and the fructose helps the brain function. There's a method to the. There's a reason why the fruit's in there. Is it detrimental to the actual fat loss process? I don't think so. Is it Detrimental, maybe to feeling really well balanced and good, probably. But could you get away with not having it? Absolutely, I've done it. So ultimately, if you're trying to kill two birds with one stone, um, and candida is an issue, then I would lose the fruit. And you're going to notice in a couple. You're going to notice in a week or two. It, 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 you're going to notice the body's your body's going to start to to respond. And if you have things that's visible like a rash, something, it's going to start to die off. Um, but I got to tell you, the candida is some nasty stuff. It actually can cause your weight gain. It can cause it hard for you to lose weight. It, it can mess up organs. If it stays living in your body long enough and takes over, it does some pretty nasty stuff to the body. It can really, it really can harm you and, and, and hurt your health. So it's serious stuff. I didn't realize how serious it was and how long I had it in my system. I don't know what kind of damage it may have done, but I knew I had to get rid of it. So that's the best way okay. I can tell you. But as far as candida cleanses are concerned, you know what? Some of these products in the market, I don't... I don't believe half of them that they do what they say they're going to do. I mean, they're just glorified because the supplement industry is not, it's not regulated. They can say it's whatever. Um, but if you look it up, I know there's certain supplements you can take that are just natural herbs that will help. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, Aphrodisilis or Aphrodophilus or something like that, which help help the body, you know, basically kill off candida along with the diet. The diet's going to do it. Though. The diet's going to be the main thing. Okay. Okay. And then the dosing, like, how do you know if you're on the right dose? Like, should everybody be taking up to the 20 mark? Or as you lose weight, should you lower the dose? And no, you should lower, you, you use different... It's a different one. Go Because um, I've read, like, a few things. I've, like, heard some people, like, lower the dose as they lose more weight. Like, or should you always keep it at 20? Well, you don't all, I mean, 20, 20 mark is the mark that seems to work for the average person. Um, but everyone's different. And we've noticed lately, it seems like that less actually works better than more, right? So the 1750 to 175 I use seems to be the sweet spot for a lot of people. So sometimes, one thing I like about the injections over drops is because you can actually dial in, you can dial in a dose a lot easier with injections by just lowering it or raising it up a little bit, depending on the person. It's never, it's not weight related, right? So I have people that are 350 pounds that are taking 200 IUs and they don't want to eat anything, right? And I got people that are taking 200 IUs at 150 and they don't want to eat anything either. There's some they're taking it and they're still hungry until we drop it down to 1750 and all of a sudden the hunger goes away. So getting the right dose is a, is a it start, we start with 200 and you see how you feel. Within a week, you know, if you're, if you're having unusual hunger pain, hunger pains, unusual, people are people under the misconception that you're not supposed to be hungry at all. Some people actually experience that, and that's not really the, that's not really ideal to not have any hunger. You're supposed to want to eat around lunchtime, want to eat around dinner time, but you're not supposed to wake up thinking about food and going to bed thinking about food, and you shouldn't be growling. Your stomach shouldn't be growling. You shouldn't be weak and tired. None of that should, should, should happen, but 
you're supposed to have normal hunger. So if you're a little bit hungry, some of it's psychological, and usually it's because you're dehydrated, not because you're really hungry. So dialing the dose, it either works or doesn't. You know, you know when it's working, you know when it's not. So if you're waking up ravenous every day and it's not because you didn't load effectively like like the one of the first callers, or it's not because you're over-exercising and you're driving your, your body you know, into exhaustion, and it's because the dose is not right, then you, you want to go down first and you take it down. And cause some, believe it or not, you guys don't believe that this stuff from overseas is very potent. I get people, you know, they oh, I tested it and it barely turned the line red. I've been using this stuff forever. It's freaking potent stuff. So 200 I use will be start with and then we go down, but most people end up at 1750. Um, rarely somebody goes down to the 150, but 150 is rare. So that's really mostly too low for most people. And some people have to go as high as 25. But really, the sweet spot is between 200 and 1750 for most people. And I, and I talk to thousands of people throughout the year, right? So when I say most people, the average dose is 200 I use to 1750. Okay. Okay. And which, um, I'm sorry, which phase do you recommend? Are you guys finding people are getting better results with phase 3 2.0 or phase 3? Regular you know, phase three. You know, it all depends on the person. That's a great question. You know, I was going to say I'm going to limit you to three questions, but that's a great question. Um, it depends on the personality of the person. I personally think that phase three 2.0, the new phase three 2.0, is something that can is the is the easiest way to set your lifestyle plan. And then you can once you graduate from that, you're pretty much you pretty much are in control of your life. That's why I like it. For some people, it's they can't psychologically deal with the weight gain. I mean, it's because of the fact that you're carb backloading every you know every ten days or every seven days, and you're gaining water weight psychologically. If you're one of those people that are addicted to the scale and you see the number go up and you freak out and you go into all this this complete meltdown and you don't trust the system, it is not the protocol for you. Um, the regular phase three, where it's gradual increases in food and calorie, you, you're watching, you're controlling that two pound. It allows your brain to lock into that. Don't lose, don't gain two pounds. Don't lose two pounds. People need that psychological thing to lock into, that thing to be afraid of happening, so they stay focused, so they stay present. And it's one thing about this protocol is so brilliant that it forces you to pay attention every single phase, right? Um, so it all depends on the personality of the person. But I find personally, for those who really want to. Um, understand what a lifestyle change means and actually get it, get the message that this is not a yo-yo diet that you do every freaking three months just to lose 10 pounds. It is not, it is something you're supposed to do. And I say once a year to keep yourself dialed in. I, I, I do that religiously, right? Um, but it is supposed to be something, you, your lifestyle beyond this is, is, is a way of eating that has a balance whereby you can, you can, you eat, you eat, eat kind of like what protocol food looks like, protein and vegetables, not the same protein and vegetable that are on the protocol all the time, but protein and vegetables, two, three meals a day with a couple of snacks. And once in a while you go out and you binge because your body needs it. And, and that kind of lifestyle, most people can deal with, you know, you go out and you, you want to have a pizza, you want to go have some cocktails, you want to have a, go to a party and not to watch what you're eating. That's the perfect protocol for you. Phase 2.0. If in fact, you're not that person that can deal with that type of that level of discipline, or you you don't think you can go out and have a, a crack night, I call it, right? A, you know, from you know, a load night from five to midnight and wake up next morning and get back on track um, without just having a four or five day binge, then, you know, that's not for you. So the answer to your question, if you it depends on your personality. Um, if you can deal with the, the, the regiment that requires you to trust it, that means you will gain weight it's only water weight. It'll go away in three, four, five days max. You'll be leaner than you were when you started, but if you can't live through that and trust it, 
um, it's going to drive you crazy. So stick with the basic, basic, the protocol, basic protocol. All right. And then the needle sizes. Oh, I got to move on. Um, needle sizes. What do you mean needle, needle sizes? They're, you know, they're all, that's all. Because I know it's like the short, I've used the short, the 5 16th inch and the half inch. And I feel like the 5 16th inch for me works better. But somebody that's more overweight, should they be using a little bit larger needle? Yes, because, yes, I'm going to close your mic for this. Cause I got to get to, I got 20 questions here in 30 minutes. So you take, uh, I got to go. But yes, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to um, answer your question, but close the mic. Um, yeah, needle, if you, I tell you the half inch needle, people freak out about that, but that's when people are complaining about bruising and they're bruising is because the needle's too shallow and they're actually injecting in, you know, they're hitting the blood vessel in the skin versus puncturing it through the fat and getting in, getting deep into the fat. So that, that surface level stuff causes a little bit of bleeding under the skin and causes the bruising. So the bruising, so a longer needle will prevent that. But as you get thinner, you know, you actually, if you're thin, like Holly, it's thin, you, you can pretty much use the 5, five 16th needle and it, it's, it, it works perfectly fine. Um, or you, depending on where you use it on the body, if you're using it on the shoulder or the outer thigh where the fat, the, the yeah, it's more tighter because you have more muscle mass there, the shorter needle works well too. So um, if your person is prone to bruising and you can't figure out why, the long, it's either your technique that you're not pinching the skin and pulling it away from the skin and, and injecting 90 degree angle into that fat, but it's usually because the needle may be too short and you're actually you're actually getting right underneath the dermis and causing a little blood blister. So um, if you want to reduce the bruising, use a longer needle, believe it or not. Great questions, Holly. Thank you very, very much. All right, let me get back to, and if anybody else has any questions, put your hand up. We've got 30 minutes. Time flies, man. We've got 26 minutes. So I'm going to have to be shorter on my answers too. Thanks, Holly. Those are, those are great questions. I appreciate it. All right, it's in the water. Okay, um, let's see. Who am I down to? Do I get Vicky or Barbara? Let's see. Do I get Barbara? Um, tomorrow, you can like to tip Okay, so Barbara says, Hi, Colin. I will, uh, to, on tomorrow's call, I would like you to give tips on how to survive P2 when you're traveling by plane or staying in a hotel. Um, regarding your recommendations on remaining on 8CG until you have lost all the weight, you desire without taking a break between rounds. Um, would you share with us why you believe this is the best option? Um, great question. So the first question is, is you know, tips on traveling, uh, staying, uh, surviving P2 and traveling. It is tough, guys. It is tough. I actually have a client that I'm going to have and uh, uh, probably hopefully one of these retreats soon, Paula, who travels the world and uh, has been on this protocol. And I, and I told her she was probably the best example of anyone I've ever seen that stuck to protocol by traveling to all over the place. I'm talking traveled to every freaking state, you know, sometimes out of the country and was able to maintain her diet uh, and just was so diligent and regimented, uh, regimented about it. It was amazing. And I told her she has a lot to teach people. So, but um, one of the things you, you need to know is that you have to prepare Travel sucks. Traveling through airport, you have to use, you know that bottom line is you're gonna have no options that are gonna be healthy options for you. Nothing. So you're gonna have to pack your food. I mean, you know, you can't bring beverages, but you can bring food. Jay and I pack food all the time. Um, airplane food, none of, I'm telling you, none of the options are gonna gonna be really P2 safe, right? I mean, you can't even find a salad these days hardly inside the uh, inside the uh, airport. Hotels are, are a little bit easier. And I'll tell you that hotels, if you have a choice of the hotel, we don't choose a hotel. We don't we choose our hotels in Vegas um, by the restaurants they have in the hotel and what type of food they have, not by the hotel itself. Um, and believe it or not, that's that that makes it easier for us to enjoy our stay because we're not stressing over where we're going to eat and how we're going to eat and what we're going to eat. Believe it or not, that's a priority to us. 
So when you're staying in a hotel, you want to look online, look at the hotel, look at their their menus, see what kind of food they have, see if you're going to be able to navigate. Uh, if you have a choice, sometimes you're going to a corporate event or whatever, you don't have a choice. But the point is you want to be armed with the information. So you want to know if there's a Subway in the in the hotel because Subway, believe it or not, they're chicken salad. They have a chicken breast, almost exactly five ounces. They get, you get lettuce and you get some brags or oil, you know, oil and vinegar, worst case scenario, and you still have a survival meal, right? But in the restaurants, you want to see if they have, they have fish and they have beef and they have chicken. All you have to do is tell them how you need to prepare it. No sauces, no, no, no oils, just grilled with some steamed vegetables and you can survive, right? So bottom line is being, being proactive about where you're going and what your options are ahead of time so you're not stuck or caught off guard. Um, as far as recommendations for remaining on protocol in phase two and to reach your desired weight, this was a huge breakthrough. Like many of you in the first you know, year or so, if you look at my, if you listen to my podcast, I was a Simeon's, I lack of a better word, I can't think of a better word, I was gonna say Nazi, that's probably not a good word, right? So I was just a Simeon, you know, I was brutal about, you know, following it exactly the way, that's before I started experimenting and, and, and actually really, really looking into it and not having just blind faith in everything I read, that when it, something didn't make sense, I started asking questions, right? Um, but there was a reason for that, and, and, and it was because everyone was like, you know, 40 days or 40 pounds. Well, you know what? I realized after the very first time, it wasn't easy, as easy again, because psychologically, I, I found the freaking coup de gras, man. I found the holy grail. I mean, I dropped 43 pounds of fat in 37 days, and I started seeing my six-pack for the first time. I'm going, I found something that works, and guess what? It works so fast, and maybe I don't have to do it so hard next time. Maybe I don't have to be so perfect. Maybe I don't have to be so afraid. Maybe I can add extra Melba toast. Maybe I can add extra this, extra that. Um, maybe I can add this, add that, and guess what? <laughs> it started to not work really fast, right? So what I realized is that your momentum is your biggest asset. I'm telling you, if you've been on this protocol before and you, you're having a hard time, you're one of those people that you're coming back to it and you're struggling, you can't figure out why, you can't get your head in the game. You know what it feels like to have your head in the game. You know what it feels like when it's not. You, you, you can't buy momentum. You can't buy enthusiasm. You can't buy being in the zone. It is, it is not a once-in-life opportunity, but it's, it's an opportunity that happens where it's beyond your control. And when you try to make it happen, it just doesn't seem to come together right. And I know. I know. Every time I decide to do an experiment for experiment's sake, not because I, I was fat, not because I had weight to really lose, I just wanted to know the answer. It was freaking hard because it was like, there was no upside to it, real, other than giving people information. It wasn't like, it's like, it wasn't really, a, you know, there was no real big why, right? So when you're in the game and you're losing effectively and you're and you're dropping weight and you're hitting now you hit 40 days and you're somebody that has 80 pounds to lose and you've lost 35 pounds or 42 pounds and you're still whatever it is and you're halfway to your goal and you stop and you go into phase two and you try and stabilize and a lot of people have a hard time stabilizing because there was no phase three I mean phase three guidance until we came out with it right so they're stabilizing it you know and they're they're gaining more than two pounds they're having a steak day and they're like then they get tired of having three steak days in a row they, they say screw it and they gain five six pounds then they go to phase four and they gain seven eight pounds and by the time they circle back around the phase two they're up 15 pounds and some in some cases more than that so if you lost 40 Right, and you and you gained 15. You're net 25. So now you're you're starting another round, losing the same. 50. Now you're loading on top of that. So now you're losing 25 pounds before you even get back to the natural the way you were the first time around. That's frustrating. 
So the reason why I said momentum, I have not found one person yet on the planet that I have come in contact with and coached in the last five years, which are thousands of people that has ever shown a physical immunity to HCG. So why did Dr. Simeon say it? Did he believe that was just something he believed? Did he actually see it? Did he want to scare people so they wouldn't abuse it? I don't know, but I can't tell you to do something that's going to that's actually going to work against you by saying stop in 40 days because that's what he said. No, you know what? I'm the new expert in town. I'm sorry. I am because I've done it. I've tried it. I've experimented. I've broken the mold and I know that I want you to succeed. That's my number one goal is for you to succeed. And I know if you're in the zone and you're happy and you're excited and you get on the scale every day and you're losing weight and people are talking about you and you're motivated for you to stop and go off into frustration land and come back, all of a sudden, you're not so enthusiastic. You can't find the zone again. You're frustrated, and now you're struggling to get back to get to get that weight off. And in most cases, a lot of cases, people just give up now that it's not working like it did, and they get frustrated and they move on. Now it doesn't work anymore. All of a sudden, it doesn't work, right? So that's why I say stick to the plan. Stay stay as long as you need to stay in it. I say there's two reasons why you stop. You stop if you get, if you get tired of what I call what I call dieters fatigue. You get tired of the process. It is just becoming, now it's not fun anymore, it's becoming taxing. You're tired of just eating foods and you're tired of just being on protocol. You're tired of drinking a gallon of water a day. Don't know why you would be that, but some people do get tired because they have long journeys. They've been doing it a long time. Um, I think most of the time when you're watching yourself transform and you're watching your, your new you just materialize from the mirror every week, it's a new you, it's exciting. But if you do, or if you're one of the people that do get tired, then you need to stop and then stabilize and then come back. Don't go into phase four, come back into phase two right away, three weeks max, be on phase three for three weeks, stabilize, eat some different food combinations, you know, have that phase three 2.0 is brilliant for that because now you get to actually have some freaking cake and some cocktails and some desserts and you can eat to sugar to your heart's content at certain times for certain reasons, not, get, not gain any weight, your body can't store fat, so you're freaking having the best of both worlds and then you come back, right? Um, but that's why because it's your best chance of success, staying on the protocol, getting to your goal, getting to the body of your life, getting to exhausting your fat reserves as much as possible before you transition into phase three. So there's a method to the madness and your motivation and your, and your, your enthusiasm and your momentum is something that you cannot buy and you cannot fabricate. It's given to you at the right time, the right place, at the right moment and to, to neglect it or to not take advantage of it, or to abuse it, or to to um, not give it the power and respect it deserves is a big mistake. So answer that question. Great freaking question. I'm so glad I got to answer that. All right, so looking at my time, we got 19 minutes. Um, like I said, guys, if your hands are up. Until you guys have this, you've had your hand up the whole time, so I don't know if you have new questions or not. Um, I can't tell us why you should put it down and put it back up, but I'm going to keep moving on. Um, let's see. Did is that Vicky? Did have Vicky? Another question I have today. I got called to work. Oh, I got a call to work, and this is Vicky. Another question I have. I think just two of them she has someplace, but this is this is the last one that came in. I called to work today with no preparation. Um, I had a boiled egg in the fridge, so I ate that before I left. When I got home, I was already 5 p.m., and I cooked my chicken. And had a salad since uh, since I'm low on protein, and I'm thinking I'm eating. I'm thinking of eating some cottage cheese later. What would you have done? Sometimes life throws you curves, and I would love to hear how you would handle it. Great question. You know, these, that's why I love this show. Great freaking questions. Um, 
you know what? Sometimes on this protocol, actually fasting all day and eating dinner works really well. You know what? It, 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 that kind of slapped me in the face because I was really diligent with people about eating your food on the timing every three hours. If you don't eat it for three hours, your, your system shuts down and you start slowing down your tab. If you're one of my clients and you're on this call, you've probably heard me tell you that, right? But I'm constantly educating myself. I'm constantly testing things. And guess what? Intermittent fasting on 8CG works really freaking well. And what do I mean by that? I mean that sometimes you can skip, you, you know, like I said, we, we added in, in the new phase two, that's 2.0, we added uh, bulletproof coffee, which is putting that good source of fat with MTC oil, coconut oil in your coffee, giving that, that good fast, it keeps your body in a fat burning mode. It also keeps you satiated so you're not really hungry. And guess what? When I do that, when I do intermittent fasting, I don't eat anything till my post-workout time after 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then that's usually my first snack, which is protein. It's either going to be, a, a, you know, either real food protein or sometimes a protein shake. I, I try real food first, my first choice. And then um, I double up my protein for dinner and, and my vegetables because now I've fasted all day. And I freaking drop phenomenally, right? The body needs to be shot sometimes. Sometimes you need to. Now, it doesn't. See, it's, and I want you to hear me because people hear something. They go, oh, that sounds great. I'm going to do it every single day. If you do anything every single day, the same stuff over your body goes, well, I got you figured out. It doesn't work. That's why, that's why changing your food combination, changing your vegetables, exercising at different times, doing different exercises. That's why, that's why HIIT uh, exercises are great because your body's never doing the same stuff twice. Um, and doing intermittent fasting will actually benefit you a great deal if you do it once or twice a week. So if you get caught off guard, don't freak out. Just go, okay, great. I'm just gonna, you know, if you, can, if you can get a snack of an egg or have a, your apple or whatever, it's great. And then, and then double up your protein at night. Um, have you know, double have now have ten ounces of chicken if you want. Have some vegetables. You'll probably have a hard time finishing the whole thing, but you know after, I do it after working out, so I have plenty of appetite, and it works phenomenally. So do it intermittent. That's why it's called intermittent fasting, not everyday fasting. Right? Works great. It's part. Of, it's a part of phase two. That's two point So the new books. But I'm glad you asked about it. Second time is um um so life throws a curveball. What was another? So what I do differently, that's what I would have done. I would have, I would have just gone with it and uh, had a snack. Today is very much like that. I had a freaking, uh, I had had coffee, I've had a, a snack in the afternoon, I haven't eaten anything, we're gonna have dinner. So I'm gonna have tons of dinner, right? I went to yoga, freaking really haven't eaten, I'm fast, today's my fasting day. It just happened to be that thing, right? So I'll have my dinner, it'll be doubled up. I'm not on protocol, but the point is I'm gonna eat, eat like a king um, for dinner, right? And my body will respond really good tomorrow because it's intermittent, it shocks it, right? So. Um, so that's what I would have done differently. Differently, I would have, uh, Vicky. I would have just gone with it, did what you did. I think great instincts having some cottage cheese, have your chicken. I would have just the only thing differently. I would have had double the chicken, um, either and skip the cottage cheese or have the chicken and, and do have the cottage cheese right before bedtime, and you'll you'll you should have really good numbers tomorrow. All right, great question. Thank you so much for that. All right, any live questions? No, I said uh, I see eight oh eight. Let me just check with you real quick. Um, 808-371, is your hand up because you have a new question or you're just still up? Okay, she never actually responded. All right, she just had her hand up, not there. All right, so we have uh, 15 more minutes. Let me see if I can get through the rest of these real quick. Um, great questions. I, I guess I love when you guys actually uh, throw me some stuff here. Um, let's see, Jane, what does Jane say? Uh, how do we listen live? Okay, I already took care of you. I sent you the link for that. Hopefully you're online, Jane. Uh, or you can play back, play back later at blog 
blog talk radio.com or uh, iTunes. And just so I, I think I mentioned in my email, if you got an email that, uh, you know, my marketing team is, you know, they, they realized that, you know, for five years I've been giving these podcasts out and I've had 380,000 listens and now they're going to add me to the download, the pay as you go download section. So if we invite people to come live, so you get the show live and then the playback is going to be 99 cents download. So um, they're implementing that in the next few weeks. So that's why we're encouraging people to come live. Plus I love you guys are here and you answer questions and you participate in mean, that. That makes the show worth it, but uh, just give you a little heads up. So um, her question we already took care of. Um, Matthew, let's see what Matthew has to say. Matthew has a few questions, five of them to be exact. I'm starting a diet in two days. I'm very excited to see results. My questions are, how do I take MIC B12 injections? How much and where? Um, do I take MIC in conjunction with the daily amount of 50 units of B12? Good question. Also bought sublingual B12. Do I, how do I use that? Do I need to take that as well? Nope. Can I take B12, too much B12? Yes. And what is the best supplement to help with hunger pains and headaches? Great questions, Matthew. So let's go one by one. I just did a video on B12, MIC, and um, B12. Just, I mean, I have them on, I have mixing videos, but this this question comes up so often. I get so many emails about it. It's obviously, I'm not explaining it well enough, or they're not finding the information. So I just did a video, filmed the video two days ago. That's going to be going out with the kits or on download page as well. We added B12 lipotropic shots to give you, to help your liver process more fat. The two B12s, people go, why do you give us two B12s? Was a mistake. No, they do, they do two different things. We found that regular B12 injections help with energy levels, helped you, helped you basically um, live up to our higher expectations of, of getting more active. Uh, originally, we put it there because we had women that were complaining years ago about ha hair loss, and, and we were trying to figure out what was causing it. And they kept saying they thought it was ACG is causing hair loss. It wasn't ACG. It was the low protein portions. There was too low of a protein diet, and, and they basically were getting malnutrition and losing hair. Um, so we added B12 um, to protect against that. Could it help with nails and hair and what have you? And then and, and Janie actually said her energy levels weren't as, weren't as high as mine on the protocol because she had a lot less fat to lose. And her fat reserves were limited. And when I gave her B12, she said it, it made her be able to run and keep up with me when we were running and doing all kinds of exercises. So it helped with energy levels a lot. So we added it to our kits to help with that. And we found out it had nothing to do with the hair loss, had nothing to do with uh, B, with uh, with the ACG, it had to do with the low proteins. So when we raised proteins, that all went away as well. But it does help the hair grow and what have you. So that's good. But it's energy levels. The B12 lipotropic shots have an acetal, um, um, methathion and MIC, choline are, are essential nutrients that our body doesn't make and it actually helps the liver function at a, at a at an optimum rate and when the liver functions at an optimum rate and it actually is able to detox the body because that's the that's the body's filtration system you're actually mobilizing more fat in the body than it's the, the body is actually normally used to because ACG is more mobilizing abnormal fat stores at large amounts and that's what that's where all these calories you're getting access to. So the liver needed support. So we give you the MIC shots, which are taken every 72 hours, every three days, intramuscularly. Um, it, that's how it stays in the body for that long. And you take it a little bit longer, longer needle. So to answer your question, Matt, the regular the B12 you take daily is for your energy levels in order to allow you to feel feel good and have and have enough energy to exercise and get more active. The B12, which you take daily. So you take 40, 50 units added to your B12 every single day. Um, the MIC you take every three days and, and you take that intramuscular, means the glute muscle, the thigh muscle, or the shoulder muscle 
in order to get it, it has to be done in, in, the, in the muscle. So it's, and that's why it's done every three days. And you're taking 100 units of MIC and 40 to 50 units of B, regular B12. So to make that clear, two separate shots on two separate times. So actually the day you're taking your, your MIC shot, um, you really don't have to take the B12 in your, so it doesn't hurt. You don't have to take the B12 in your ACG shot because there's some B12, a little small vial of B12 in the MIC. Um, but it does get a little confusing why we give you two, but I'm just trying to give you the best edge you can get to get the very best results. I mean, we do think, as I said, there's a reason why we give you so much stuff. It's not just to overwhelm you, but it's, it's to give you the highest possibility to have the freaking most phenomenal success you can have. So can you get too much B12? Yes, you know what? Um, we found that if you start seeing yourself get like a rash or kind of get hives or, you know, with women, sometimes it happens on their chest or their face. It means that you're getting too much B12 and you need to back, you need to back off on the dose tremendously or just stop it for a few days and then take a lot less. Some people are not B12 deficient. I mean, it's just, you know, and some, so taking it daily can be a little bit too much for the body. And so it shows itself by actually getting in, getting us a, a very light kind of like, like, um, like, like poison oak type of rash on the face or on the neck or the arms. If you see yourself getting that kind of a rash, just back away from the B12. It means you don't need that much of it and to take it every three days, four days, right? So um, you can't get too much of it. It's a great question. And um, the B12 drops, I'm not sure why you bought that. You don't need that with the uh, injections. I mean, the injections are superior. The B12 drops on the site are to help people mix the drops because that's the solution you mix drops with. So unfortunately you don't need that at this point in time, Matt. Um, and uh, hunger pains. If you have the right dose and you're eating the right foods, you shouldn't, hunger should not be your issue, right? Some people have it, it's rare, right? Um, so, you know, the, the supplement that I found that seemed to work best is uh, high-grade hudia. Um, it's just a natural extract, you know, plant extract. Actually, it takes a few days. It takes probably about a week for it to actually get into its, its uh, you know, the blood levels to get high enough where it actually suppresses the appetite. But you want to look at your activity level first because when it comes to exercise guys there is a fine line I, I tell you to listen to your body your body tells you everything it needs to tell you if you listen close enough and so if you start getting hungry or fatigued early in the protocol right um and you know you're you're one of those people that are exercising you're just one of those exercise people right and you're overexerting yourself remember on this protocol you can actually do less and get more i'm training i'm actually training and coaching bodybuilders and fitness models who are used to having very intense exercise some of them are used to lifting very very heavy and i gotta tell these guys for the next three to six weeks you need to back away you're not going to lose size it's going to preserve your muscle i know you have to go get everything you've ever taught you've been taught or trained but you have to back away from it a little bit. You have to cut your intensity down just a little bit. Let your body do what it needs to do. It's going to it's going to access this fat and it's going to trim you out and lean you up better than any cutting cycle you've ever done. But you have to kind of give a little, and that's by lowering your intensity. So if you're if you get hungry, um, it's because it's because your dose not dialed in. You're not eating the right macronutrients or you're doing too much exercise. And that should be obvious to you which one it is. The one that may not be so obvious is the um, is the um, protein levels. If you're following our protein portions, you'll be right on, on the, you don't have to count calories. All you do is weigh, weigh portions, portions raw. If you eat the right amount of portions, we tell you, you're gonna get the right amount of calories and the right, the right amount of macros. Last, headaches. Headaches 
happened with some people, it's, it's rare, right? But it's mostly for the people who are most toxic, right? When I say toxic, I'm not saying you're a cesspool of, of toxicity, but I'm saying that if your person has a high sugar addiction or high carb addiction and, and junk food was your best friend for a long time, you're gonna, you may experience some of this detox, um, what's called, looks like a withdrawals, really, withdrawals, right? So as your, as your body is being detoxified, and as, it, as the, the, you know, the liver is cleaning out the blood, you've now stopped putting the sugar into the system, so now it's filtering out the system. During that process, you're gonna feel some sort of, uh, some sort of adverse effect, which could be headaches, could be, you know, nausea, it could be flu-like symptoms for some people. Some people actually feel like they're getting a cold or flu. And that's just your body just trying to take all that crap and dump it out. Um, but normally, if you're hydrated right and you're getting the right food and proteins, the headaches the, the headaches go away within the first week. Um, if you're getting chronic headaches, you need, to, you need to look into that further. But if all those other things are dialed in, you should, this should not be a problem. Headaches is usually one of the milder, milder, milder side effects of being on the ACG protocol. And what I found is mostly due to either dehydration or Toxicity, toxicity levels of just someone who had a really poor diet prior to getting onto this protocol. So great question at five freaking minutes. So maybe I have one more. Um, I need to make this a two hour show. Um, I have one, uh, five more minutes. So let me see what I got here. Let's go to the next question. There's like, uh, I don't know how many, I don't know if I may have gotten them all making a policy. Pamela, let's see if there's a question. I recently purchased started kit and we'll be starting protocol next week. Two questions. So Pamela says, Pam says, I recently purchased a started kit and I'll be starting next week, uh, protocol next week. Two questions. I want to make sure I understand that when I do the two days of gorging that I understand that I also start the shots too. Absolutely. And secondly, once I do 26 days, do I have to continue with remaining phases or can I choose to do phases one, two again if I haven't lost more I haven't lost my goal, reached my goal, I'm switching time to say. But we kind of talk about this, right? Um you stay on protocol until you reach your goal. There's no makes no sense to uh here's my dogs. Just so you know talk loud. It makes no sense to stop the protocol until you reach your goal. Really, I mean, unless you have a 200-day journey, then we talk about it, right? But I mean, 26 days, 40 days. If you're if you're five or six pounds away from your goal, it's just foolish, right? It doesn't make sense. So stick on the plan to reach your goal. Take it to the limit, guys. Your body will. You, this protocol is so brilliant, and no way. I'm telling you, very few you've ever ever, ever experienced. And, I, and I've been telling people for years, you need to do this. This protocol will stop. It will literally stop working. It'll stop everything. I mean, the, the hunger will set in, the fatigue will set in. It'll be like you're eating just 500 calories. And, and, I, and people go, it's just, it's just a 500 calorie diet. That's why you lose weight. If you've ever tried to be on a 500 calorie diet for more than a week, you became the biggest jerk that ever lived. You felt like crap. You thought you were dying because you just literally were miserable. It is not something you can do long term. This protocol, when ACG has no more fat to access, and that's what it's been doing for the time you've been on the protocol, it stops like a light switch. All of a sudden you wake up and it's not just one of the symptoms. Oh, I'm hungry, I must be at my goal. If you look at a mirror and you got visible fat on you, you're not at the wall, right? It's If your body fat percentage is not in the goal range, which is sub 20% for women, and I say sub teens for men, I don't care how old you are, um, then you're probably not at the wall, right? But if you hit the wall and it's fatigue, it's hunger, it's, you know, the scale refuses to move or it keeps bouncing back and forth. And we're not talking about a typical stall, um, but you get all the symptoms, all the symptoms are hitting at one time. 
that's the wall. That is the time to celebrate that you have literally exhausted your fat reserves. You have literally taken your body to a place it's never been, right? Um, and then you celebrate and move into phase three. Most of you will never see that. It just happens. I'm just speaking the truth. I want you to see it, but most people don't. Um, so to answer your question, I got T minus two, two minutes. Um, stick with the protocol. Um, as far as gorging, gorging is absolutely necessary. You heard from the very first, second caller. You don't do it. You don't feel right, right? And you, if you don't gain, you don't lose. Simple as that, guys. Um, you must gain, women must gain five to seven pounds. Men should gain 10 pounds or more. Don't worry about how much you gain. I had what actually had uh, Jane, one of my one of my clients, came on the retreat with me. She just did it. She's doing her next round. She gained 17 pounds. She's a female. She gained 17 pounds on loading. She lost all 17 pounds in three days. It doesn't matter how much you gain. It'll all be gone in 72 to 96 hours max. It happens every single time if you do it right. If you load correctly and you store fat and you you store you you uh you load up your fat reserves. It is so happy to release fat and it's releasing it from everywhere that this protocol works like a clockwork. If you refuse to load it, and yeah, I don't want to eat lousy all of a sudden you get a consciousness about food when you're being given directions to do something. This protocol works because you're just told, you're told exactly what to do. If you do not follow it, you will not get the results you want. Period. Every protocol, every just as important. So that's my last question. I got 90 seconds. I just want to thank you guys for being here. I love this show. Ask me everything ACG because it just opens up a world of information for people that that want to ask and, and never do. I want to thank all the callers that called in and, and asked their questions. Uh, I really appreciate you doing that live. All you guys emailed your question. I hope I got to all of them. I know there's probably a few of them I didn't. I will respond to you personally, but I may do this show again just to just to finish up or at least um, remember to check my Facebook. If you're not friends with me on Facebook, please friend me on Facebook. I'm going to be posting about the new retreat, the Bahama retreat here in the next couple of days. As soon as the page goes live, I'm going to be doing a live VIP first come first serve um, sign up sheet. We're going to be giving some prizes for the first, you know, the first people to sign up um, just because we, we want to reward people that don't monkey around and say, I'm in and they make commitment. Cause once you make the commitment to be in your life starts to change right then and there. I'm telling you that the event's going to be amazing. The the time spent with myself, Janie, and Dr. Yvonne will be a life-changing moment for you. Life-changing. Um, and not to mention a shit ton of fun. Excuse my French. Um, so look for me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. I mean, I'm, I'm working on my Instagram. And that's it. So I love you bunches. Thanks for being here. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I'd like to think the best of me is still hiding.